It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. I don't know what other people's answers are. I don't really care, to be honest with you. I mean, it's great to be winning games, and, and obviously we're, we're playing at a, at a high level, but no, I just don't think we're kind of satisfied. I, I think we just want to keep pushing. We'll obviously have a tough one in 48 hours' time against uh, the same group. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's nice to be playing at this level. It's obviously early in the year, but we're, we're, we've figured out, obviously, the style and pace and stuff that we want to play at, but we've got to keep it going. We can't 10, 20, 30, losing, winning streak, like whatever it is, We've just got to we've just got to keep pushing, keep getting better each day, and I mean we'll do what we do normally. We'll go in tomorrow, I assume, at some point, and, and watch film and kind of get what we need to get done, and, and obviously get ready for a team that's going to be obviously hungry to to get a win on Friday. Joe Ingles asked about the win streak. I don't know about anybody else, but I don't care. Ten in a row. Other people care. Joe, he's getting ready for eleven on Friday. It'll be the Mavs again. BK. Didn't miss their star for one night. Might miss them the second night. Might miss them the third. But for one night, they were able to get it done. A couple guys went off. I like what Jordan Clarkson said, that the mindset didn't change. You still had your role. And nothing really changed for Clarkson. You know, he played about the same minutes. Now, he scored 31. And he normally doesn't score 30. So you could argue that there were more shots available, potentially. Uh, but he felt like nothing really changes with Mitchell out. Obviously, uh, Favors doesn't take a bunch of shots. He's more of a defensive presence in relief of Rudy. But from the offensive perspective, Jordan was saying that things were the same. The mindset was the same. You do what you're supposed to do. And so, to me, you look at it, uh, that's a good mindset to have. It's like, I mean, obviously you can't say, well, I don't notice that Mitchell is not there, that would be ridiculous. But the game plan and everything remains the same, and I think that's what's most important. And I think, you know, you can say what you can say and say what you want to say. I do think they notice that, and maybe there's a little bit of a greater sense of urgency that we've got to make up the difference. But it wasn't like any of these guys were completely and totally out of their mind. Joe Ingles took 13 shots. He's done that one other time this year. And that was in the loss to the Knicks in New York. So he took 11 three-pointers. That's a, that's a season high right there. But to your point, he was doing what he does. He handles the ball, he initiates the offense, he takes some threes. He just took a lot more. Yeah, so there was more shots available, of course. Yes. And I think the other thing is that uh, Dallas decided, hey, we have got to limit these guys' threes. If they take 50 of them, they're going to make too many of them. So as Rudy said, they were sticking to the three-point shooters, so it's my job to punish them at the rim. And he did. But it's what he does. Roll to the rim. If you're open, you'll get the ball. And, you know, there was a chance to get him the ball on a lot of occasions. And he went and got some for himself. He had six offensive rebounds. If, If you want the ball... And you're the big guy, you can go get it off the backboard, and he did. Take that, Shaq. (laughs) 29 points and 20 rebounds for Gobert, and Clarkson had 31. Jazz and Mavs off today. Jazz and Mavs play tomorrow night, 8 o'clock on ESPN. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Go check. He's he's mentioned at halftime. 
when he has a bad half. It's kind of the crazy I ever saw. Like, you know, he'd go on social media. If he had a bad half, he would go on yeah. social media and then come out and drop 30. Durant wants it up top. Durant takes it left. Durant to the rim and a slam. And the Nets take a 129-123 lead with a minute 25 to go in overtime. Harris drives on Crusoe, hangs, fires, shoots, and makes it with 2.4 to go. The Lakers don't have timeout. Sixers lead by one. Some highlights and the quotes you heard Andrew uh, Bogut there talking about Steph Curry's social media habits, looking at social media to fire himself up. 16 points for uh, Curry last night and eight assists. He didn't need to fire himself up as the Warriors handled the Wolves. 123 to 111. The score that all Jazz fans saw was Philadelphia beating the Lakers. LA loses on the road for the first time this year. 107 106. A couple of lead changes right there in the last 20 seconds or so, PK. And the Sixers get the winner with three seconds left. Tobias Harris getting them the victory and giving the Jazz the NBA's best record. Yeah, the Sixers uh, reminded me a little bit of a Utah or a UNLV on Monday. Very, very comfortable lead, and then they just tripped all over themselves at the end. <laughs> and uh, Rivers calls the timeout and basically says, "What are you guys doing?" <laughs> and then. Uh, the Lakers run the nice play to uh, Anthony Davis, and then coming back, they just Tobias Harris took uh, what's his face Caruso and, and backed him down a little bit, made the shot. Made me think of, well, LeBron can't guard everybody in, in those situations, so just go at whoever he's not guarding and uh, allow that person. And Tobias Harris is a nice player, obviously, and so he made that shot. And then you look at the box scores. I watched most of that game because it was. Uh, on most of it was before the uh, jazz game started uh, started I think at six o'clock and the Lakers everybody that uh, plays supporting cast was very very mediocre basically I think Schroeder was okay or Schroeder and Caruso but Kuzma was nothing man I, I, you know he had such promise and he really hasn't delivered and I know that's I probably have to say it because he's a local kid here but he hadn't he, I think I expected more out of them. So they're beatable, that's for sure. I don't know if they're beatable four times in the postseason, but they're beatable. You wonder if they're going to uh, alter the rotation a little bit. Is Gasol the guy playing 24 minutes, not as big a role? Kuzma playing 16 minutes, not playing as big a role? I mean, Schroeder and and Kadavis Caldwell-Pope are going to play alongside Davis and James, but where are they going from there? Uh, maybe Morris, Matthews, yeah. those guys. I don't. I don't like. I think Gasol is going to stay where he is. The Denver Nuggets have won five in a row. They got a depleted Miami Heat squad, and they won one hundred nine to eighty two. Jamal Murray, not not much going on there, but they didn't need him since Butler was out and Dragic was out, and Tyler Hero didn't play. Neck spasms, so. Yeah, Butler's been out for a while now. Yeah. I think that they're undefeated since Porter came back. I know he's supposed to be the whipping boy, but nevertheless, they're undefeated when he came back since he's come back. He had 17 points coming off the bench for uh, Denver in that 109-82 win. Uh, any other NBA games catch your eye there? Uh, the Nuggets are now with that five-game win streak. They've taken over fourth in the West. They're three games back of the Lakers, or three games back of the Clippers, four games back of the Jazz. Yeah, they all did. Yeah. 
NBA said it will adjust the existing schedule to avoid having to fill in too many games during the second half of the season. So they're going to be rescheduling some games that have already been postponed where possible between now and that midseason break in March. They, they've moved some games that are on the schedule to make way. So they're fitting them in wherever they can uh, on I the think fly. that's smart. I mean, it's just like college. you yep. got to do what you got to do. Play when and you can I, play. I, I don't want to hear that, oh, they're playing too many games. This is about money. No bleeping bleep it's about money. <laughs> I'm sick of people who are employed ripping other people. Oh, you're just worried about the money. Duh. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Hamilton on the left side. Gets around Anthony. Tries to spin around him. Finally takes a jumper and Anthony blocks it. Anthony right in his back pocket the entire time. Wooster layup up and in. In transition. Anthony the block. Anthony the assist. Wooster the layup. Aggies push the lead right back to 12. 51-39. Anthony crossing the timeline. Back to Wooster. Wooster launches a quick three and knocks it down. Holy smokes. Raleigh Wooster. Raleigh Wooster, 19 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists, 3 steals. Did a little bit of everything. And Utah State wins 83-74. Never really blew UNLV out, but never let him get closer than seven uh, after a, a burst at the start of the second half. Scored nine I'm scores. going Wooster sauce, man. He had it going on. Wooster sauce. And you cheated him in assists. It says here nine assists. You just said eight. My bad. Sorry, Raleigh. <laughs> 19 points, nine rebounds, nine assists, three steals. Five starters and double figures. Balanced scoring. Everybody gave him a little something. Brock Miller hitting hitting a few three-pointers. The former Albion Knight. There it is. Justin Bean with his 13 points, nine rebounds, and four assists, doing a little bit of everything. That's so Mr. Bean to you. They get back on track a little bit there with a win. And in the other Mountain West Conference game, Colorado State blows Boise State out, 78-56. A 22-point win. So now... Boise State is 9-1. Utah State is percentage points back at 10-2. And, and CSU is a half game back at 9-2. And, and CSU and Boise State have to play again this week. Yeah. And let the record show I'm the one that said CSU wasn't any good. <laughs> uh, BYU, the four-game win streak. Over. They lose at Pepperdine, 76-73. They didn't know what to do with Colby Ross down the stretch there, PK. 19 points, had some rebounds and assists, did a little bit of everything. And BYU, who's up by 11 early in the second half, they lose that game. I'm pissed, man. There's no way you should have lost that game. Nope. Had it in control. Your big guys were were a problem. They could not handle you inside. You were up by 11. Should have been able to seal it. There was one possession uh, towards the end. I, I think the Waves had three offensive rebounds. And you got five guys that are eight feet tall. That that should never, ever happen. I think that's what uh, Kobe Lee said afterward. They were the more physical team, and that just should not happen. It can't. And Harms, man, you're 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 capable of giving more. You miss so many easy shots. Be aggressive, man. You're skilled. You're way tall. I think he can give you more. You'd like to think, but uh, a little uh, a little more finesse than you would like out of a guy with that kind of size. Uh, three for ten and one offensive rebound. He's never been a good rebounder, uh, especially if you relate it to his size. 
Weaver State on the road tonight. They're at Idaho. Idaho has not won a game this year. They're 0 and 11, so Weaver State ought to be in uh, ought to be in good shape there. DJ yeah, put in the uh, Cougars were supposed to play what was it USF? Oh, and they now changed their schedule. They're going to yeah. play Pacific, Pacific on Saturday. Town, yeah. That's good. I think it's a four o'clock start, if I recall. Yeah, it's similar to do with the Gonzaga, just playing the game yeah, when they can play it. Yeah, I like how they're doing this. Get put it together, and it's going to be on television and. Uh, Great. Get him back out on the floor. Get as many opportunities. Win or lose, the kids want to play. Play it now. Don't play it later. You might not be able to play it later. If you're both available now, play it now. Yeah. You don't know what later is going to look like, so get it in while you can. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Hell no. I'm going for two. <laughs> <laughs> We love it, Coach. Oh, man. I think you just made a lot of Buccaneer fans pretty happy with that one, Coach. <laughs> There's no doubt. If the Blazers will have me back, I'll be back. That's Bruce Arians asked if he was going to retire, go out on top if they win the Super Bowl, and no, he's going for two. The Blazers are going to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the Glazers. The Glazers. The, the family the that family owns, owns the team. The team. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like the Blazers, though. <laughs> he's 68 years old. He'll be 69 in October. So uh, he got a late start too as a head coach. Maybe that has something to do with it. He hasn't—he's been in the NFL for a good long while, and you know he's a sarcastic guy. Why? Of course, because he was born in Patterson, New Jersey. I mean, what do you expect, man? Brian Johnson, the former Ute quarterback, the Sugar Bowl winner, the former offensive coordinator, jumping from the college ranks to the pros. He's going to be the Eagles' new quarterbacks coach. He had been the OC at the University of Florida. Getting a little NFL on the resume, PK. I think we'll see him back in the college ranks. but he, hmm, That's interesting. I don't uh, know about that. Really? Well, he's applied for head coaching jobs before. I wouldn't be surprised to see him apply for them again. Okay, but why not in the NFL? Well, if that career path opens up, then maybe that is the one he chases. That's what I'm saying. You're a quarterback's coach. Can you be a passing game coordinator, an OC, and a head coach in the NFL? Is he, what is he, 28 now? <laughs> I think he's a little older than that. But I get your point. He's still really young. He's, 30, he's 35 or 36. I think he's 33. He's my age. Yeah. Good yeah. grief. Yeah. Uh, as I've said a thousand times, the most charismatic guy I've ever come across as a quarterback. Wasn't the most talented, obviously. Didn't have the physical dimensions. Wasn't blessed with them, but... He had leadership and charisma that was just off the charts, and just he would come up to you as a, as a college guy, yep, and call you by your name and, and talk to you as if you were a peer. So and you knew I didn't know he was going to go into coaching. Good call by him. That's where you can make more money. And so, in a sense, this doesn't surprise me at all because he had a way to just present himself. That I'm telling you, when he was 18 years old, you thought, this is very, very impressive. And sure enough, man, look at him continue to go. Great dude. Everybody loves the guy. And so I'm excited to see what this NFL thing does for him. And maybe he becomes an NFL head coach. He can coach in the NFL as an assistant for the next seven years and still only be 40? He sat out behind the old football facility on the first day of practice his senior year. And he was a fifth-year senior, but, you know, he'd been a 17-year-old freshman, too. And uh, and he held court. He, he held court. He was like, he might as well have been a coach. He'd been working there for 25 years. 
And that is like you said, he was greeting everybody by name, telling stories, taking shots at people, cracking people up. It's way beyond his years. Yeah, I saw, I've seen, maybe not to that level, but by the time guys are seniors, they usually, like Andre Miller was a quiet, shy guy, wouldn't look you in the eye. But by the time he was a senior, he had gotten it down. Mm -hmm. The, The thing that was even more impressive to me anyway is that Johnson did that as a youngster, grade-wise. Jason Witten set to retire again. 17 seasons. He's going to sign a one-day contract with the Cowboys. Retire as a member of the franchise he played 16 of his 17 years with. See if he goes back into broadcasting. Did a little Monday Night Football there briefly. We'll go there, but... Yeah, why not? Calling games somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Texans hired Baltimore Ravens assistant coach David Culley as their new head coach. He's 65. He was the Ravens assistant head coach, passing game coordinator, wide receivers coach. Previously worked with Andy Reid with the Chiefs and the Eagles. So now we'll see if that makes Sean Watson want to stay and they build some relationship. Or if Watson is going to say, I'm out of here and trade me. I'm not showing up. See how that plays out now that there's a coach in place. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Well, here come the college football schedules for next season. The SEC announced their fall schedule. LSU is going to be at UCLA. Georgia and Clemson are playing on a neutral field in Charlotte. Alabama and Miami are playing on a neutral field in Atlanta. So clearly some made-for-TV games right out of the gate. And the Pac-12, a chance to impress PK. LSU at Alabama, also a chance to not impress and get run off the field. You mean uh, LSU at UC UCLA. Los Angeles yeah. is what you're talking about? Yeah, Rose Bowl. Well, I don't, I don't know about LSU. I mean, they didn't have a good season this they past season, so I'm not sure what to expect. And we'll worry about that when we get there. But, yeah, that's an opportunity. And, and we'll see some other stuff. I think the Pac-12 is going to come out with theirs uh, next week. Northwestern signs head coach Pat Fitzgerald to a new 10-year contract, tying him to the, uh, the old alma mater through 2030. He's 106 wins, 81 losses, the winningest coach in Northwestern history. So now you can tell us how how much uh, how binding college contracts are for college football coaches. But at least the intent is there from the school. Yeah, I don't know what will happen in the future, but it seems like it's a good move. He's one of their own, and I think that that's important. Uh you know, he's only 46 years old, even though he's been there a while now. He's born in 74, so he should have no problem if that's what he wants, uh, fulfilling this. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. So after seven years with the Yankees, Masahiro Tanaka announced he is headed back to Japan to pitch for his former club. He's going to Wrap it up over there in Japan, PK. How much is the yeah. Yankees going to miss him? Uh, he seemed to have a lot of arm trouble, so um, I don't know. I'm not sure on that one how much, uh, how big of a blow it's going to be. Toronto Blue Jays have strengthened their lineup. Sign infielder Marcus Simeon, one-year, $18 million deal. And acquired left-handed pitcher Steve Matz from the New York Mets for three prospects. Yeah, I don't know what the freaking Blue Jays think of the Padres all of a sudden. <laughs> we're, we're going for it. You know, in, a, in the free agent deals, uh, it just seems now like guys sit for a long time and then eventually they get one-year deals. 
If you're going to get well, the mega money, you got to be really at the top of the game. Well, that's Trevor Bauer. He's the guy who is the uh, marquee pitcher out there. Let's see where he goes. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Joe Ingles coming up. He'll join us about 8.40 this morning. Craig Bullerjack, TV voice of the Jazz, will be here at 9 o'clock. Ten. Count it. Ten in a row now for the Jazz. More on the Jazz win coming up. Stay with us. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.